G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our review and rank series for Eurovision 2022. And today we are going off to a country outside of Europe. There is more than just Australia. This is definitely outside of Europe. A very consistent um, performer in the competition. It's Israel. Yeah, very much so. I'd even put them into almost the big hitter category lately. Because mm. let's have a look at their recent record. Now, the country went through a bit of a rough period in the early 2010s, failing to qualify for the grand final four times in a row between 2011 and 2014. But that all changed in 2015 when Nadav finished in ninth place with Golden Boy in Vienna. I love that song. Oh, God, I know you do. I've heard it so many times. Now, they have not missed a grand final since then, and they even picked up their fourth win in the competition when Netta took home the crown from Lisbon with the song Toy. Now, in Rotterdam, Idna Lene finished a creditable 17th with her song Set Me Free, famously singing the highest note in Eurovision history, producing that super high B6 note during her performances, which was very, very eye and ear catching. Oh, I love it. Every single time she did it, I love the face she pulled every time. <laughs> it was, all, I think we talked about it so much last year. It was just like, I'm doing it, I'm smashing it, oh, look at me. Yeah, it was terrific, but they are very, very consistent, Israel. Well, Michael, who do they have this year to keep this grand final run going? Well, this year from Israel, we have Michael Ben David with I Am. Michael Ben David is a 25-year-old singer, and he's from a town just outside of Tel Aviv that I won't try and pronounce. My Hebrew is not great. Um, he also has Ukrainian and Georgian roots, which has actually been really um, interesting side of him, and he has been t- speaking about recent events mm-hmm. as well. Now, he's been quoted, and a big part of his story is the experience growing up and the difficulties he sort of faced. Um, he is an out gay man. He said he had trouble being um, accepted by his family and his mother mm. and also being bullied at school because of that. He competed on The X Factor, which we might talk about a little bit more, and he did perform a song that was around mothers, and there was a really nice moment for, I guess, to come full circle and a lovely acceptance there as well. Now, after completing his army service, Michael studied at a school of performing arts where he sang and acted in plays and musicals. He hasn't released any music outside of his Eurovision entry, so this is obviously a great opportunity for him to become a bigger name in Israel in the music industry. Absolutely, because he did basically just win X Factor Israel, as we touched on, and that was his ticket through to Eurovision. Now, they used that reality TV format, and when the final four artists were chosen, each were given two songs to perform in a semi-final. One of those songs then made the grand final. Now, the voting in the grand final was chosen by 50% audience vote, 25% X-Factor judges, including Netta, who was on the panel there, and 25% professional music jury. Now, Michael did get over the line with a nail-biting one-point win over the runner-up Eli Huli, storming the tally vote to take victory, so the people wanted him to win. The song has subsequently had a revamp since its selection, and that's the version we'll be hearing in Torino.
Yes, well, let's talk about that version and some of the pros of it. Why don't you kick us off, Mike? Absolutely. Um, he is such a captivating and energetic performer. And I'll tell you what, he can really, really sing. And not only that, he shows that off in the very first note he hits. So the impact is there. Oh, you stole my first line. <laughs> I had opening. That opening, it just hits you. It slaps you across the face. Um, it's really awesome. It just goes bam, and you're going to pay attention straight away. But also, he delivers a sass and a campness that people love about Eurovision. People do tune in to watch something like this and a performance that Michael delivers. Absolutely. I'm all about representation of the contest, and there's no doubt Michael <laughs> will be unashamedly himself, and I am here for it. Yep. Um, I'm also going to say here, having seen the performance at Tel Aviv Calling, I am very, very confident that there's going to be a very professional package delivered here because he was very, very impressive on that live performance. But to be honest, it's just kind of what I expect from Israel now. They are just so good at this type of stuff. Exactly. And you know what? He can move around. Like He's not going full choreography in the performance, but he's doing a lot of movement and some dance moves as he sings and he's nailing both it's just the right level of movement without impacting his vocals and for him to be able to deliver it and be his best self mm. now ultimately also michael and i am just inject some much needed energy into this whole lineup i know in the semi-final he'll be uh, performing in second but really just the whole lineup could do with this kind of energy and and this kind of uh, bubbly personality yeah, and what I love about what Israel does really good with these kind of upbeat songs, and some of it's really just kind of general pop, but they always add a flavor of their region into that, you know, instrumentation of the music. It gives it an unmistakably Israeli feel about the whole thing. And I think that always makes that difference to stand out against other pop songs. All right, shall we talk about some cons on this one, Dale? Now, the revamp of the song brought more cohesion but somehow it still feels a little disjointed and a little messy and the reason I think for that is I just feel it's a bit overproduced and maybe that overproduction comes from trying to cover up what is ultimately a little bit of a weak song. Yeah, it's not a singing competition. This is a song competition. A vocal can only take you so far. You're not just going to get points from the jury just because you can sing. Now, I totally agree. I think there's something a little bit overproduced, but also just a bit too simple at the same time. Mm. You get a big note. He does his thing. A bit of a dance break. Repeat. Um, I don't know. I just don't think there's much of a song here. These elements that are, you always have these positives, that instrumentation, that regional thing, the campness, it's almost just covering up something that's really kind of lacking some substance yeah i totally agree with you the way i put it is there's a lot going on in that three minutes but somehow i walk away with not much mm -hmm. i don't know how that works <laughs> um now there's also something about the song that feels a little cheap and i think it's the lyrics for me I just feel like they're so cliched and just on the areas of cringy. And even the song title doesn't land. I am? Like, what does that mean? Like, so, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not big on the lyrics on this one. Yeah, also, look, I love the queer energy he brings. Um, but ultimately, and sadly, that is going to put some people off. 
It's just a, it's just a fact, you know. We we unfortunately still have that happening because he is unashamedly representing, and I love it. So many people will just unfortunately be turned off by that, which yeah. is sad, but it's true. I kind of had that as a note as well, but the way I've put it is just there's just a lot going on, mm. and some viewers just it might be just too much, particularly for a grand final audience. I think a semi final audience is a little different, but the way I'm looking at it, in almost like a Sada Alto way. She was fantastic. She mm. had a great voice. She had one of the best vocals on the night. But that there was just so much going on that people just switched off kind of thing because it was just a bit of an avalanche. Yeah, and also I think I think if it gets through the semi, and I do think it has a good chance of getting mm. through, I think it will really come up against it when it gets to the grand final because if you want a banging dance song that's a bit sassy and a bit camp, you got Spain. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> Are you saying they're direct competitors? Well, no, I think they're going for the same audience. Oh, fair and enough. one is smashing the other, I think, in this department. And it's not just Spain. It's just the easiest example to go to. There's a lot of other songs like that. Um, he might be coming for her, but he's going to lose out to, to her in that way. So you're just going to just lose attention. And I think what he's desperately trying to do with this song is get the attention of the audience. And as I said, semi yes grand final i think it'll actually get forgotten a bit like set me free last year well it isn't just us that review and rank the songs it's also the aussie vision team and what do they think of israel this year duh yes the amazing aussie vision team have listened and ranked all the songs competing and they place israel in 28th. Okay, that's a fair way down the list. It is a fair way down the list, probably a little lower than I expected. Hmm. And what were the ranks on this one? Well, they ranged from 4th to 39th, so someone gave it last, but hey, someone gave it 4th. Hmm. 6 in the 20s, 6 in the 30s, so it is falling down into that area. Just general average there, isn't it, if you're around those areas? All right, who are we hearing from from the team? We're hearing from Estelle, and we're hearing from Liv. This is such a fun little song. It's catchy, it's camp, it's classic Eurovision. And he can really sing. When he blasts out that opening line, yep, I was hooked straight away. There's a lovely message of empowerment and self-confidence behind the lyrics. And I actually think this song is quite underrated. There's a lot of potential here. I envisage some kind of fabulous staging and the entire arena just going off for this song. Do I think it's going to win Eurovision? Probably not, but I do think it deserves to qualify for the grand final. And then, well, you never know. First of all, Michael Ben David can absolutely perform. It's one of my favourite aspects of this whole entry is seeing him really enjoy himself on stage, get some good choreography in there, energy, all that stuff. Absolutely stellar. Love it. Uh, we are in a banger deficit this year. There is a certain drought on uh, upbeat tunes. And uh, this one certainly fills the hole for me. Uh, it feels like sort of four different pop songs all rolled into one. And for some people that could be a bit janky, but honestly, for me, it works. I just love the little ethnic bits. O overall, it comes together and is a really nice, strong package for me. Well, as always, great comments there from Estelle and Liv. Now, you know, Estelle sees this as classic Eurovision, that sort of campy, high-energy thing that we get on that Saturday night. But she also sees the potential in this as well. Now, for Liv, it is that energy from Michael and what he brings as a performer and the overall package, which I totally get because, as I said, I was very impressed when I did see it live. Yeah, I think performance and vocal and uh, him just enjoying himself on mm -hmm. stage, which is always infectious, came through in those comments. Also, 
I think the first ever use of the word janky on the podcast, <laughs> and I love it. I think I'm going to steal that, Liv. That's a great one. <laughs> All right, let's get into our wrap and rank on this one, Dale. Now, for me, I've had a bit of a journey with this one. Now, I really do quite like the energy that Michael and I am brings to the competition. However, the longer it sat with me, the more I've seen it slide lower and lower in my rankings. Ultimately, I don't recoil when it comes on or anything like that. But it's just something missing in the studio form that I'm being drawn to. However, I do think with a dynamic stage performance, this could really, really become something special come Torino. But for my personal rankings on this one, I have it in 34th place. Ooh. Yeah. I had it in the top 10 for quite a while. And then as other stuff came out, it just kept going down and down and down. Look, I really enjoy the song when it comes on. But for something high energy, high camp, and a great vocal, which is should be my bread and butter, it's something I don't really seek out that much, actually, at all. Uh, I think Michael Ben David is really trying to grab a lot of attention with this song and performance, but his key audience may be looking in other directions at times. However, and a big however, it's all going to be about that live performance. It could be that kind of song where I think this happened for me last year with a Set Me Free and even Stefania's Last Dance. When the live comes on and it's just a bop, I think people just get won over by it if it's done really well. And he certainly can if he just gets the right level of doing enough without doing too much, perhaps. I think it's a fun banger. I'm glad it's in the competition and I ranked it 18th. 18th. Also, top 20 for you. Top 20. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. Like, I enjoy it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I feel very, um, conflicted sometimes on the mm. song. Do I love this or do I just like it? I don't know. And I think it's all going to be on the night when I really know how I feel about it. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. But you're right also that when I should be the target audience for this, yet somehow it's not resonating and with me. And it's 34th. Me. And mm. also our team, Aussies love bangers. Yeah. We love high energy songs and something's just not working here at the moment. But I really think come Turin, it could be a completely different story. I agree. Come that live, we might all be blown away. All right. Well, look, that is Israel for our review and rank series. And we'll catch you for the next country soon. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 AussieVision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.